We're here uh, with Chad Alva. Hey, guys. This is uh, the Porn Stars or People podcast. It's episode two. This is a big deal for you. It is. A, it's, a big deal. it's a big deal for <laughs> no, it's both of us. it's a big deal for me. It's a big deal for me. <laughs> I appreciate you being here. We are uh, We are in the creek in the cave. I uh, never heard of it, but it looks very fancy it and is, nice uh, up there. It is one of the one of the cooler spots for comedy, alternative comedy here in uh, Long Island City. I love the font, uh, and they uh, they 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 definitely gave us a, a little favor here to to find the spot. And this today's today's washout weather in New York. It's a, it's flooding out there. So uh, I'm happy that you could be here. I appreciate it. Uh, we we had to shuffle around, but we figured it out. So here we are. You why are you in town? I'm in town because I'm on tour with my friend's band. Called uh, Drab Majesty. Do we want to plug them? Drab Majesty. What's um? Yes, they're actually a very incredible fucking band, in in my opinion. Um, if you're into '80s stuff, along the lines of The Cure, Sisters of Mercy, Cocteau Twins, stuff like that, very dreamy but dark. Uh, you could even call it death pop. Then check them out. Cool, yeah. Drab Majesty. Yep. And I missed the show, unfortunately. So uh, that's maybe a maybe next know. time, maybe next I didn't time. Know that. So cool. Oh, so so let's kick into it. So we're in the middle of January. Uh, so a lot going on in the world. What you did you what'd you do for for Christmas? Do you do things? Christmas, I went back home to where I grew up. I'm a I guess you could say I'm a, a Midwest boy. Uh, I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So I went to see my mom and my dad and my sister and the rest of my family. You know, pretty typical. For, do you do you have like uh, big traditions that you do every year? I would say just the most standard traditional yeah. Christmas, you know, just Christmas Eve with my dad's family, Christmas Day with my mom's family, wake up at her house, open presents. Just did you do the thing? The you woke up in the morning and did the presents? Every single year. I'm so mad. Totally I didn't get to do that this year. I'm so mad at my family. Why is that? So my my, my youngest sister is pregnant, uh-huh. and she wasn't going to make it on time, so the rest of the family was just like, all right, we're not doing our traditions anymore. Mm. And I was like, What? I was like, there's six of us. Just, just one of us of isn't going to be here. Let's just do our thing. Like, she's not even coming next year because she'll have a kid. So let's do our thing. And they were like, no, we're not doing it. So we're supposed to do pajamas at night and then do wake up like idiots and, and do presents right. in the morning. We all, didn't do presents till 9 p.m. on Christmas Day. All because of one pregnancy. It's horrific. Yeah, it was awful. Out of a family of what you said? It's eight, not fair. Six of us. Yeah. Six. Six That's, total? Yeah. Wow. I'm very I'm very salty about it. Wow. I can see why, man. That Chris. doesn't seem fair. <laughs> it's one person. <laughs> so, uh, so, but it was a tumultuous uh, Christmas, actually. So, um, I don't know why everybody's stressed out. My parents just moved out of their house for the first time. Like twenty six years, they had the house. They moved to an apartment. How are they feeling so far in the uh, new place? They hate it. Yeah, I kind of figured that's what you're gonna say. They hate it, and they're like mad at everybody about it. My father hasn't found himself new employment, and um, so everything was tense. So, me and my father almost went to blows over like th- the Apprentice. I think it was. What's that? The 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 show the 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 Donald Trump show that has oh you uh, went to blows uh, over the over the apprentice. Apprentice. Like you're we watching it together and you got into a well fight not even it. So, <laughs> so now well let me let me start here I'm not I'm not a fighter me neither so what happens when I'm almost in a fight with someone that I love a lot of things start going through my head the first thing is how do I not be in this fight. Like, the first thing is, like, I don't want to punch this dude in the face. And it's your fucking dad. Right. Well, and <laughs> this happened to me with my little brother one time, too, and, 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 a, and a friend of mine in college. We're, we're right at that point where it should be a fight, and I'm just trying to do anything I can to not make it a fight. And so with my little brother, this is, this is actually, this is crazy that this happened. So with my little brother, uh, I, I was holding him down. It was the first time, he's nine years younger than me. So I was 29, 30 at the time, so he's, he's uh, 18, 19. So he's, like, now he's the size where he can fight me. Yeah, we had never been in this position in our lives because we're nine years apart. Right. Uh, so we're about to fight, and all I'm doing, I'm just holding him down, 
uh, and yelling. I'm yelling, fuck you to him. And I'm holding him down. And I'm just in my head hoping that nobody, like, I, I don't want him to punch me because I have to punch him back. And so then I, I just think of the most drastic thing I could do. And I just yelled the N-word. I just called him the N-word. And then that stopped the fight. Did anyone hear? Other than everyone, him? my mom was like, "What?" Oh, me shit. and my brother oh, just shit. got very awkward, and we were both we both just walked away. <laughs> and I think that's the only time the N word has ever stopped a fight. So that was it. You just dropped the N bomb, and it, the whole fight was over. It, it never worked. happened. Never happened. It was incredible. It was, and it worked. I, the power of the word, man. Yeah, dude. It's, a, it's the only time the N word ever stopped a fight. I'm pretty sure. So that could be that could be true. That could be the situation. So I was happy about that. But so then now with my father. It was me, my cousin, and my father hanging out. Mm -hmm. My father uh, has been talking the whole night. We were we were all watching TV, just bullshitting. And then apparently there was a part in the show that my father wanted to hear, so he starts freaking out about how he can't hear a piece of The Apprentice when me and my cousin were talking. So he's and he, by the way, we have DVR. He can so roll, he could just rewind. He can roll it back. Right. So. Wow. He starts yelling and I and then I just and then I just kind of lose my shit and I'm like, dude, it's a it's a garbage television show. Who the fuck cares? What's your problem? Whatever, whatever. And then he <laughs> goes got offended as fuck. He got very offended. <laughs> and he goes, Whatever, uh, then why don't you pick something? And he hawks the remote at me. Like 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 intends to hurt me, hawks the remote wow. at me. Like like chunks my hand. He really loves the apprentice. So then I just moved the thing away from me and then he took the remote again and then chucked it at me again and, and hit me hit me in the in the groin. And I was like, This motherfucker. So then I was like, All right, fine. Did and, it get your ball? He hit me right in the ball. Hit me ball, right in my ball. The, ball, yeah. the classic ball not, pain. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> so I take right. So then, and it, ha it hasn't hit me yet. It's the it's the one where where you don't like you know you got your, you got your ball hit. Right, but you don't feel it yet. It hasn't happened. It yet. comes on slow. It hasn't hit your stomach yet. Yeah. So I grab the remote, and I just say, you know what? Fine. And I spike the remote on the ground, and it breaks into like ten pieces. It was very oh. dramatic, very beautiful. <laughs> and then my, and then my father, in a fit of rage. My father's a fighter. He's always been a fighter. Yeah. He's never fought me. The last time we were almost gonna fight, uh, we he I was probably twenty seven, and we were sta and we were standing eye to eye, and I could see he wanted to hit me, and then he decided that he shouldn't hit me because he didn't think he could win that fight anymore, because he was fifty. I could see it. Yeah. I mean, you're also his son. So. That's I I, <laughs> I wish that was the reason. Is there a little bit of that in there? <laughs> I a little wish bit of that in this art. No, hopefully? something about my family when when they get offended, they need to hit somebody. <laughs> and so I'm in this moment. Where did you guys grow up? Uh, upstate New York. Well, there you, it's the East Coast vibe, <laughs> just, man. Just, just East start, Coast just mentality. Start people. <laughs> so we're standing there. Well, so I'm so now in this situation, I'm sitting down. So he stands up because I've just shattered his remote, his yeah. entire world. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts. He's he's hovering over me, and I'm still sitting down. And he starts swinging at me, and then I start bicycling his stomach. Like, I put my feet on his stomach, and I start pushing him away. Straight up, like, Liu Kang bicycle kick? <laughs> Liu Kang Mortal, bicycle kick. Mortal Kombat? Kick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, what's, well, who's the guy who can't get hit uh, uh, in, in, the, in the the boxer? Uh, I can never think of his name when I need it. Um, I, I could guess some random boxers. Sugar Ray Leonard? No, the best best boxer right now, pound for pound. I don't know, man. The guy who just fought to... Last um, time I paid attention was Mike Tyson. Um, well, anyway, so I'm dodging <laughs> punches, basically, because I'm kicking him away. And then he's still swinging, and then he and then he gets the idea to swing at my feet, so I push him back, and then finally I stand up, and then he has that moment again where he's like, "All right, I'm probably not going to hit him." And then I push him, and then my cousin has to jump in the middle of it. But again, there was this whole thing where there was this whole swing of a, of, of circumstances where I'm like, "I just don't want to punch my father." Well, I can understand that on New Year's Day, but I feel like people, I feel like there's certain people that just would go for it and they would just punch their father. I think you have to have a very special kind of relationship to do that, man. I mean, 
I've spit at my dad a few yeah? times. I've okay. I've never, uh, never hit him. What's the circumstance you spitting at your dad? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I was like five years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know that it was such a sign of disrespect. And I just wanted to keep hanging out with my cousins. And he was like, no, I'm taking your cousins home now. And I just... You just get so I was angry? Pissed. I just fucking spit at him. And he, uh, the way he looked at me, you know, I never forgot it, man. And he, he's been bringing it up for years. Really? He still brings it up. Even oh, though I'm, I'm 32 now. And yeah. it's so like... You know, how many years is that? I don't, I don't feel good at math right now. What is right. that? 20, 27, 27 something years like that, yeah. or something. Yeah, 27 years later, I'll still bring it up on occasion. Like, that, that time you spit remember at me. when you spit at me? I'll never forget you don't respect me. Oh, wow. But, uh... Yeah, that's the... That's the that's the most uh, harsh thing your father can tell you is that he's disappointed in you. It kind of... I mean, if you respect him, then yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, you're, then you're right. Well, I got caught with... I got, this is, I got caught with a bunch of his... Playboys when I was like 14, 13, 14. Well, was and, he mad uh, or did he just laugh? Well, at here's you? what happened. My little sister thought, my older sister thought I took her little, her little diary, her little, like, uh, I don't know, it was like, it was a big thing. You, so you're my age. So it was a big thing in the, in the, had these little computerized diaries. Yeah. It was like the hot Christmas gift. And I don't she remember had that. One, and she had one and she was doing the thing and she couldn't find it and she thought I had it. So she went fishing through my, my closet. Yeah. Found my box of porn. I'm 14. What am I, you know? What am I gonna do? I gotta, I gotta have my porn. You gotta, you gotta have something, yeah. And I, and and I, and my sister calls my best friend. I'm over there, and she goes, "I found your special box." Oh. Uh, she's like, "Give me, the, give me my diary." Ouch. Or I'm showing mom. <laughs> and then I didn't. I knew what box she was talking about, but First, I didn't have her diary. Yeah. And I just, so I just, uh, I don't. I think I tried to like, I tried to like deny my way through it. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just hung up. <laughs> And then I waited till like, whatever the latest, like eight, like seven fifty five, like whatever, like if my curfew was eight, latest possible curfew time, come back. Father's got the box sitting in front of him. It's it's his, they're his Playboys. Ah, so you kind of just snatched them from him. So, so he says to me, he's got his legs crossed. He's look, he's flipping through them. It was like a very, it was like a, it was like a mafia scene. He's flipping <laughs> through them, very slowly, very smoking. Yeah, like reading the articles or fake right. reading the articles. Right. Says to me, I'm disappointed in you, son. And then he says, the worst part is, a couple of these I haven't seen yet. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're married to my mom. I'm 14. I'm disappointed in you. What, what, what does that even mean, a couple of these I haven't, <laughs> haven't I, seen yet? I got them out of the mailbox. Because he, oh. he, he had them. He Brand had, new. Fresh, he had them huh? filed. My, so there's a part of my family that's sort of like hoarding. Like we're hoarders. A little bit. Like like we'll just hang on to shit we don't need. Got to collect something, you know? So we kept them all. For sanity's sake. He kept them all in the in the wrapper, and lined up by month, like in the in the library. So he's a bit of an OCD type. Yeah. With his porn. I think just with his porn, which is weird. That's really cool. So, I mean, if I had my porn out on display, it would be in alphabetical order too. But (laughs) I don't. It's in a box somewhere. You've just shoved in a box. Yeah. You don't have it. Like it's it is weird to like have like a shrine to yourself in your own house. I mean, I had it. It's funny. The only time I did have it out on display was when I still lived with my mom. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because <laughs> uh, that was the only time that I ever actually bought some porno DVDs. Yeah. In, in high school. You yeah. Know, I was like, well, I, I'm just going to order some. Why not? Yeah. Um, and then when I when I first started working, I made an effort to collect some of my own movies at first. Right. But when, uh, yeah, when you start, everything yeah, is like, yeah, dude, every flyer you're like, on. Yeah, I, I need to get that. Yeah. I need to get it. It's special. 
But you know, after a couple of years, there's enough of it. Where it's yeah, like, you're all like, right, fuck all right. it. It's, it'll always be on the internet. That's good enough. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that. Actually, the internet has 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 done wonders in in helping us kill hoarding. Mm. That's been the, yeah, because everything's going digital. You know. Yeah. You can always so. you can always find it. You can always access it. Yeah, I mean that goes for almost everything at this point. It's like. You know, through my teenage years, all I spent my money on was CDs, just right. buying CDs. Right. And it's like, I've gotten rid of, I still have most of the discs. Yeah. But I got rid of all the jewel cases because it's just taking up space. It's it serves so much no space. purpose at all. I have probably six or seven shelves worth of DVDs in my house. Yeah. That I'm not, I'm not watching them. Yeah. And I, and the, and I've moved, when you move to New York, you know, you, you hop around till you find the right spot. So I moved probably seven times in the first couple of years. Right. Because I would do, because when you first get here, you're like, oh, you got to do sublets and this and that. So I would have to move these fucking DVDs. Right. Eight times. Like, that was the, over the and most over and stressful over thing, was moving these damn DVDs. Of course. Man. I get rid of bands, throw out bands, get new bands, but these DVDs, yeah. for some reason, <laughs> I haven't touched them. You can't them. let them go, right? I haven't touched them. Honestly, well, there, I have so many DVDs. I think that when I was having people sublet, uh, a couple years later, I think people have stolen. I wouldn't even know they stole DVDs. We have no idea. Really? I have no idea. Yeah, it's you. you never really notice until you want to watch that specific You're movie. Like, Where's Encino Man? Oh and God! I just watched that again for the first <laughs> Did time. Did you really? For the first time since I was a kid, <laughs> like literally two weeks ago, and I always, I always hated that movie. As you kid. hated it then. All of my friends loved it. Really? And I, I kept trying. Oh, that makes it so I much worse. I kept trying it over and over again. And I was like. I just cannot stand looking at Brendan Fraser's face, like playing. Brendan Fraser's the reason. Wow, he's the main reason. I thought he's you were gonna go Polly Shore. No, no, the first fifteen minutes are great. Really, when it's when it's just Polly Shore and uh, what's Sean Astin just exchanging Sean dialogue. Astin. Yes, the the just, from Rudy, right? You know, Samwise Ganji from Lord of the Rings. Hilarious. And Rudy. Yeah, and Rudy. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah, when they're just exchanging ridiculous, like you know, Valley Bro talk for the okay. first fifteen minutes, yep. it's kind of gold. But then, as soon as Brendan Fraser comes out of the ground, man, it's just like it's it's painful. Just and, bad and, acting. And I, I still feel exactly the same way, man. It's just it's just something about Brendan Fraser. I wanted to come back and give it another chance and think maybe now at this point, like I'll see the magic in Encino Man. But there's it, no it, reason it's, for it's, that. It's, it's the same, man. That's it's so exactly funny, same. Encino Man. I'm glad you brought that up, though. That is very <laughs> funny. Yeah, I so I have I've had movies where I liked them, and then in the middle I I hated them, and then I've come back to them. Dumb and Dumber was one of those throughout movies. your lifetime. You mean? Yeah, we're like Dumb and Dumber when I first saw it as a kid, funniest shit any yeah. of us had ever seen. And then you went through a period where you didn't like it. You grew up a little bit, and you're like, this is so dumb. <laughs> and you're like, you can't even appreciate the dumbness of it because you know you've seen like real things and art and good movies and that. Sure. And then. You know, you get you get drunk in college, and one of your buddies just puts on makes Dumb and you Dumber revisit it, and you're sitting on a futon underneath like a bunk bed, and they're fucking watching Dumb and Dumber and yeah. shitting yourself laughing. <laughs> I mean, really I, appreciate I, it. I think if I had to pick, Dumb and Dumber would be my favorite comedy film of all time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've never I've always loved it my whole life. Yeah. Like like deeply, and Did passionately. Did you ever see the? You know, I never saw the uh, the sequels. Uh, well, I saw the one when they actually did it with Jim Carrey and yeah. Jeff Daniels and the same that. director. Most people didn't like it. How was it? I, I enjoyed it. I haven't watched it again since the theater. But I thought people were a little too harsh on it. I think there's a serious lack of uh, just, just uh, you know, straight-up sequels like, yeah. by the original people who made the original. Yeah. It's like people don't do that anymore yeah. in the last 10, 15 years. It's like it's remakes. Yeah, now it's all and, remakes. And just movies with the most bland fucking names, you know, like... I can't think of a good example, but I feel like there's so many movies now that are just like The Magician, The Elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the stakeout, just okay. whatever. They're all the fucking same. Oh yes, so, uh, what split came out this weekend? I, need, I actually need to see that. What? That's another interesting case because yeah. I think that most of M Night Shyamalan's movies have been garbage. Yeah, I, I enjoyed The Sixth Sense. Yes, a long time yes. ago. The rest of them since then have been like, ugh, no thanks. But I think the split trailer looks incredible. It looks great. Well, I think James McAvoy is a great actor. Incredible. He's a great actor. And and I can't remember what the, uh, the there's a there's a there's a woman who's uh, like seventy years old. I can't think of what her name is. That's in it. Really. Um, I and then uh, and then and then one of the girls from the thing was the girl from The Witch, and she was great in The Witch. You saw The Witch? I saw The Witch. It was great. The Witch was fantastic. The Witch was fantastic. And I, so I wanted so I wanted to see this movie because of that. And I actually was at the the round table. They did like a round table, like a little uh, like screening type thing. thing. They oh, didn't okay. screen it, but they did like an interview, and I wanted okay. to see Emily Shyamalan. One of my greatest M. Night Shyamalan um, moments or memories is I'm in a theater and there's a there's a there's a um, packed theater and the preview I love previews so I'm going for the previews yeah previews, previews are, are on and everybody's captivated from the from the preview and it's this movie um, in the elevator. And it's a beautiful pre. You know what I'm talking about? No, it's called In the Elevator. No, no I don't know what the movie was called. Uh, I think it's called Devil or something. But the, oh, yeah, he produced the it. The whole movie is in the elevator. The whole thing, yeah. Yeah, and so, the, <laughs> but the but the 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 preview is captivating. Is it? It really is. And so everybody in the theater is like, oh, and on, and everything, and they're like in it, and they're and they're in the moment, and then they say the name of the movie, and then it says uh, from. Uh, the legendary director M Night Shyamalan, and the fucking place goes up with laughter. Really? Because of th- whatever the three projects leading up to him doing that movie were all garbage. Were garbage. So like the village and Lady in the Water. Oh my god! Like people pissed themselves <laughs> laughing. It was like it was one of the most incredible, non-intentionally funny moments of my life. Like just for a room full of people that were that into a thing that and all thought he was such a joke. Immediately decide that it's bullshit. It was incredible. Well, it's it's also incredible when someone can, you know. <laughs> make that happen from their name alone like yeah. to turn into that big of like a, a scoff or like a yeah. fucking joke it's like and there's not i mean and it's he, like i'm sure you know there's a good chance that he actually is a great person and I, a, and a, and, a, and, a, a and a great talent I think but he's a good person I, but it, this is just what happens I think in reality he's a good you know? storyteller too i really i really think this is this seems like a this movie could be incredible it also could be horrible like it's like it has that it's right in the edge of you know it's on the cusp because all doing all these characters like he's doing split put the james mcavoy doing split personalities right could be uh, off the charts incredible i've heard mixed things i'm definitely gonna go see it when i get home from this tour and it could be just a horror show like not like not the right kind where are you gonna go find out I'm gonna find out on Tuesday. I, I have a thing on Tuesday. I go every Tuesday yeah? to the movies. I don't know. Cool. It's the thing I've been doing for a while. I'll probably go see it on like Friday or something like that. Now, what's your movie? Do you go with people? Do you get popcorn? What you? What do you have to do when movies? I go to the theater? Yeah. What's your uh, movie? most of the time, most of the time I go with this girl who I've been seeing for a few years. Okay. So you know, I like, I like, I like, I like that vibe. Just going with the lady. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I try to. Uh, <laughs> I somewhere somewhere in the last few years i just decided that any that movies sometimes like if you go alone it's just a better vibe because i do i do love going to movies alone and i find it very interesting yeah. when people are like oh i can't go to a movie yeah. alone it's like why not you're just literally watching a movie yeah people can't, well people think they can't do anything alone yeah people i'll are go out to. to eat alone i'll go it's just like there's a there is really is a freedom to doing that i think it's great like that there's that tumblr account it's just called table for one Table for one. Okay. And it's just like people out at restaurants eating by themselves. It's just pictures. pictures. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's uh, and I, I think it's kind of, you know, uplifting yeah. to look at it. So. It depends because <laughs> some of the people could be very, very uh, just not happy. 
just very upset that they're alone. But the people that do have the uh, the appreciation to go to go alone and, and actually enjoy it is that's the only way to truly you know make it through life successfully is to to be able to conquer that whole vibe of being completely fucking alone. Be able to, yeah, <laughs> no be matter able, what you're Be able doing. to be by yourself. Yeah. 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 That's the one thing about New York that uh, that you can't you can't be alone as successfully as you can like in the suburbs or even like you're in LA so you have a car. I do have a car. I've always had a car. So if you're alone in a car, you can be a little bit crazy and you can like rehash a conversation. You can yell a little bit. You know what I mean? You can get off the phone and be like, motherfucker! But if you oh, yeah. if you do that in New York, you don't have a car, so you get off the phone, you go, motherfucker! And then now Everyone you're just a crazy hear. person on the street. <laughs> like I said, half those people, I think, are just... But you probably hear a lot of that, though, right? There's P- People well, shouting I mean. out on the streets of New York? Well, uh, I... I st- I realized in the last couple of years that I talk to myself more than I'm willing to admit. Yeah. So I'll be, so as, if there's nobody around, I'll start having a conversation. I do it a lot too. But but the problem is you. I always catch a witness. Like I'll, I'll be I'll, nobody's around, and then I'll get a corner, and then there's two people, and then I was just crazy guy talking to himself. And then does that embarrass you every time? You, you get embarrassed. Yeah, you yeah. get a little embarrassed. The thing is, embarrass embarrassment's weird because as long as it's on your terms, you can't really be embarrassed. No, I I don't know. I just. Embarrassment is a weird thing. I, I don't relate to it that much. I you guess don't, you don't get embarrassed. <laughs> Very rarely. The only the time when I realized that my embarrassment is not on on a human level was when, well, and this was and there was a, there was a realization before that. So I'm in. I gotta go to the bathroom. My little brother. The lo- door doesn't lock. My little brothers. Uh, we're all the ha- family's all hanging out. So I, so I go to recruit my little brother. I go yo. Uh, the stall door is like way far away. I gotta I gotta drop Deuce and I need you to just guard the door because yeah. there's no lock on the door. Okay, well that's an important situation. And he yeah. goes, he just goes, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I was like, I have to shit. There's no, Thanks, bro. there's no way around this. And he's like, I'm sorry, man, I can't help you. <laughs> so I just go in the restroom and I sit down and I'm like, well, I I gotta do this and somebody's gonna walk in, and I just gotta prepare myself. And so I sat and down, started playing on my phone. No way. Three minutes late, three minutes in, guy walks in. I don't even look up. I just go, sorry, man, door doesn't lock. And then he took the embarrassment. He yeah, was like, probably. Oh, 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 I'm, so, oh, I'm sorry. And he clo- he, somebody has to take the embarrassment. Somebody does, yeah. So if, if you, you deflect if you put it, on the vibe, exactly, where you, you where he can tell you're comfortable and you walked <laughs> in on him, it's boom. Too it goes comfortable. It right, goes right to him. Man. Yeah, this it goes right to him. Exactly. Because imagine, imagine if you walked in at a stall and there was just a guy chilling. <laughs> just a, just an older dude chilling, no problem. The Give me a second, buddy. The worst is if they just they don't even say anything. They just look up at you and they just look into your full eyes. full eye contact, straight face. Oh God, you would <laughs> you would never forget that person's face <laughs> ever. Well, that would haunt your dreams. Yeah, I guess. Damn, I did walk in on my grandma naked once. Oh my a, God, it, that that was a bummer, man. <laughs> oh my, that's. I mean, just just in the exact sense that that you said, it was like it was like I. I can never forget that the outline, like the image. Did like she yell? Like, Did she see you? Well, that was the worst part. It was she. She was staying at my family's home uh, when I was younger. I was yeah. probably like nine or yeah. something, nine or ten. And uh, I went into my mom's room for a second because uh, she had a mirror on the back of the door. So, so that like, was your like, that was your so, spot. So, so I went into you the room. Make sure you to, got your to, swag right. I just went into there to to use the mirror real yeah. quick. So I go into a room. I close the door behind me and start looking in the mirror, and then. I can't remember what my grandma said. She, I think she just said, "Excuse me." So you're but, <laughs> but then I look over and she's like in the center of the room, completely naked. So now you're locked in the room, or you're at least you're closed. Yeah, in the, room in the with closed her. room with her, naked. And I look over to her, 
And then she turns to me for some reason after she says excuse she me. She her back to you before? Yeah, she was kind of like like kind of like facing off to the side. So like as I after she says excuse me, I look to her and then she turns to face me directly with her hands on her hips. Like excuse me. She she, she repeat it? She said excuse me again? Uh no, she only said it once, but it's just like at that point it's just like echoing in my head <laughs> and I'm just like the outline of the, the right. front of her naked body is just like boom like imprinted in my oh head. Oh my god. So did you panic? I mean, in my head, I did. I, I froze for a second, like, trying to process what I was looking at. Yeah. And then I just left at the room. I le- or I left the room and said sorry, but it was like, you that, said- that that image was just like, it's like after it you- still s- there? It's like when you see a Are bright- you seeing it right now? You see a bright fucking light, and it takes like an hour for it <laughs> to get out of your eyes. You, you just know? blink was grandma, like blank naked grandma? Yeah. Oh. I, I, mean, I mean, I can still see it. It's still like a bright light yeah. now that we're talking about it, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, it's It was vivid. something, man. It never went away. Wow. Yeah. No, I never, I've never, thank God, I've never, I've never seen a grandparent. I've seen my parents. My parents were, my mom would panic when I, when, when, when I would see her, my dad would just be chilling. Like he wouldn't care. Uh, yeah. Like. You remember uh, The Shining? The Shining. The movie The Shining? Yeah, wait, which one's The Shining? S- yes, yes. Stanley yes. Kubrick horror film from 1980? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, oh. uh, um, the, the, in the, the hotel. Yeah, I don't know if you remember every scene from the movie, but, but, uh, you know, much respect to my to my grandma like lover once she was, she was a wonderful woman yes but if you haven't seen it it might not be that relevant but there's there's one scene in the movie where where Jack Nicholson when he starts to go crazy towards the end he like he keeps he keeps being led to this one specific hotel room yeah and he eventually goes in there and there's a there's this woman in the bathtub who's like she appears to be this sexy young woman yep. woman at first like tantalizing him seducing him telling him to come into the bathtub and um, so he's like all into it, but then at one point, all of a sudden, she transforms into this old, like, like rotting woman. Yeah. Who's like, it's like the most terrifying yeah. part of the movie, and she's just walking right towards the camera very slowly, slowly like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that is parallel with that memory to okay. me. Okay. Oh, they like, okay, like, sure. It's like it's like somehow the feeling I got from that visual from which did, which that, was first. The grandma seeing my grandma naked was first. was first. So then, then when you saw this in the when movie, when I finally watched The Shining, oh it was like it like it like warped me back yeah. to like oh that visual God. and that feeling. So it's like, but it's a it's one of the best horror movies that's ever. That's what a so great like, movie can do. So those those story, will always be parallels for oh me. Oh my man. God, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. Oh. sorry to take you off track. If you no, were about to no, start talking no about something there's else, no tra- there's no track. No, you're doing great. This is awesome. Um, so I so. This week for me has been, I've been trying to like tie up all kinds of loose ends yeah. in my life. Um, so one of them was my my dog got run over by an ambulance. Oh, shit. Uh, last year, around this time. Uh, he or she? Uh, she. And she's, she's fine. She, she lived, survived? She lived 20, 29 stitches. She's tiny. Um, well, that's that's but, good news. That's wonderful news. it cost a bit of money. And, uh, and I'm had, sure. And I had to do one of these GoFundMe campaigns, which is damn, an embarrassing thing damn. to have to do because nah. you, know, you have to admit to the world that you don't. You know, you can't really handle your, your financial responsibilities. Nah. So we did that. And over the last year, the, the company that ran her over has basically denied that they were involved at all. We had video. What? We sent it to them. Um, and every step of the way, they've been sort of disrespectful. And because Dodging. right now we're, we're, we're resolving it, I'm not going to mention the, the company. But yeah. Um, but they've basically, you know, they, they would call the, the the guy who ran the company would call me. And the the bigger thing is that it's it's run by by a city in New Jersey. So it's not like it's like one of these smaller private um, volunteer organizations. It's it's run by an entire city, which means for them to, you know, make an insurance claim, write a check, very little. 
Mm-hmm. But so the whole the whole time they've been they've been basically trying to deny that it happened, deny they were involved, and try to muddy the waters on which ambulance. Like, well, how do you know which ambulance it was, and all of this stuff. We gave them a video. Somehow they lost the video, and that was the last copy, and they wouldn't give it back, and all this other stuff. So this week, so hopefully, we're at the place where I finally got an email from from a uh, the insurance company. The mayor stepped in, and he has taken over and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make right on this." Really? So the insurance company sent us an email and said that uh, they're gonna send me a check for the vet bills, whatever, whatever. Damn, what a process, man! It's it's been I it's mean, been pretty awful. Yeah, sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, it's like not very funny, you know. <laughs> it's not funny at all. It's not funny. <laughs> no. Uh, no. She, well, you know, on, like again, on the bright side, she's she's great and she's she's wonderful now. So everything everything is good. But it just it just had, I just had this this kind of you know just pit in my stomach feeling for of course. a year. Yeah, you got to get that all taken care of, man. You got to find closure to that situation, you know, and justice even. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what it felt like. It for felt real. like injustice to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't let that shit slip. Yeah. You got you got to take care of it. You yeah. Know? Do you have anything? Do you anything that's like lurking around in your life? Oh, you know, I'm in a pretty good fucking place right now, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's just kind of, it's pre- pretty smooth sailing lately. Yeah. Everything's making sense. Just working on projects. Been seeing the same girl for years, like I said. How many years? Got a nice place. Uh, a little over three years. How'd y'all meet? I mean, it's been on and off, but yeah. but we're like pretty on again right now. So. That's great. Uh, how do we meet? You know, it's just a typical story, man. Every girl I've ever connected with, I just met on a different social networking site, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just Wait, saw... Wait, so what's the weirdest one? The weirdest one? Yeah. Oh, that would definitely be a porn-related one. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, probably about, probably about nine years ago, there was a website that was, uh, the way, like the template, the way it was set up, the way it functioned, it was exactly like MySpace. Except porno for MySpace. exactly, it was porno MySpace because it, it it was the same yep. same system except for you could post naked pictures on there. Okay, so it was for people who would either who either wanted to get into porn or who are, were already in porn. Yeah, and it was called XPeeps. Okay, and it's gone. It's, it's long gone. I'm pretty sure. I think it turned into a webcam site. Now, okay, because like you know that's just a, a way for people to make money or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I just there there's this girl. I think my band met her once. Uh, on tour we were playing like a metal festival in baltimore yeah it's called like maryland death fest or whatever that's great so my band met her there and we just all thought she was a babe and then i think six months later i just stumbled upon her on that website oh, that's great and I, she had like just done her first scene her oh, first boy girl scene so i was like instantly i was just like whoa like that fucking babe from our show Direct she's gonna message. do porn now so uh yeah, I did. I just I just hit her up but like stayed like real and respectful and like fanboy style and was just like, Yo, you're you're gonna be so you're gonna be such a big deal, you're so beautiful, like I'm so excited for you to do this. And we just kinda kept in touch like on that level for like six months or so. And then my band happened to record our final album in Baltimore. Okay. So then we finally, you know, connected in real life then. And, That's and, IRL. And ended say. up, uh, you know, becoming a couple and moving to L.A. to get no into shit. porn together. No shit. So, yeah. Oh, that was how it started. That's very yeah. cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you, so you haven't met anybody in, like, in real life that you've dated in a while. That's the world that we're in. Isn't that weird? I haven't really, man. It's so no, weird. Like, like literally, if you go down the line, I mean, my first girlfriend, my first real g- girlfriends were like junior high and high school. Yeah. So that's different. You gotta meet them in high school. But yeah. everything post high school, yeah. it was literally like the next one was MySpace, the next one was X Peeps, the next one was 
kind of in a sense that fucking website okay cupid yeah 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 <laughs> that dating site yeah what do you mean but, in a sense well we already knew each other we had met in okay. passing at parties right, and shit. Right, right, right. And then you but see then him on there. But then we came across each other's right. profiles. <laughs> we matched. We started f- joking around yeah. on there. And then we started actually hanging out. It's so funny. Uh, and then the last girl was Instagram. So. It's so fucked. Uh, here's, well, so here's what it does. Is it is it puts us in a position where we don't ever actually have to experience rejection like our like our grandparents and our and our parents did. I think that's probably why I go that path so yeah. often cuz cuz I know it's an instant way around cuz it's like verbal reaction. You know that sh- that she's into you. It's done. That's true. Yeah. And even if you do get rejected on the internet, it's so it's much not real. it's so much simpler. It's not real. It's yeah. like oh a sent you read a sentence <laughs> and then right. you, it's it's Well no, yeah. it's mostly just they go away. Everybody nobody nobody actually yeah. nobody rejects anybody anymore. It's all ghosting. So it's just all just just That's we true. did that we did that whole the whole last episode was about ghosting basically. With Stevie? Yeah, we talking about well cuz she kept ghosting on me, which she has every like I'm nobody like she doesn't know me. She's right. every she's every right to ghost me. She's the right. she's the guest on the thing. But I keep putting myself in a position where I'm getting ghosted and it's like really bumming me out because it's like I'm trying to figure out what it is about me. Well, good luck avoiding that <laughs> when you work with more porn girls, man. <laughs> well, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that is the concern. Um, but that, but that's uh, but that, but I think that's what kind of got me into the the sort of the the loop of like you know what I got to get all of this crap out of my life. I got to get anybody right. who's who's been lurking around and, and pretends like they're real and they're not real gone. Let's get the let's get the thing figured out with the dog. Uh, what else? What else did I figure out? Oh, this was the thing. This was this was the the, the starting point in my head. Was I've been banned? I've been on the do not rent list on Hertz for like five years. Yeah, what's up with that? So. And I didn't know this like for a while. So Damn. what happens is I don't I don't know how to, I don't know how to start the whole story. So uh, I'm I'm at I'm at Newark Airport and I'm trying to rent a car and I, I had reserved it on one of these sites like a hot wire or something like that. Yeah. And right before me they had told the dude uh, that was trying to get his car that he couldn't get a car because he rented from Hot Wire and they're like they're just not going to honor it. Yeah. So he left. So then I went up and I had some inkling that something like this was going to happen. So they said no, we can't do this, and they like kind of made up a reason. It was um. It was a credit card related thing, something about the like um, the address is not matching. I had uh, I live in New Jersey, but I had a New York State ID still. Yeah. Because I didn't. Ha- I was. I live here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, uh, I'm not driving, so I'm not gonna. I don't need a New York or New Jersey driver license. Right. So they said, no, we need something that matches the the whatever whatever. So I left, go a half hour home, come half hour back with paperwork, lease everything, and then they still just go, we're not gonna give you a thing. Why? And I'm so in, they just wouldn't give me the car. They didn't. I don't. They didn't have a. They didn't have like a real reason. And yeah. that's what upset me the most. But they're just not going to give me the car. So I go. So I go home defeated. And then I end up taking. And this is all to uh, go to my little brother's 21st birthday to kind of make sure that he doesn't like die. Pretty important event, actually. Yeah. And and go this. So I had to go to Albany. Yeah. So I go and get on a bus the next day. And the whole time I'm on the bus, I'm tweeting at Hertz, just. You know, just getting getting my, getting all the demons out, getting you know, just being a comedian about catharsis. It. Yeah, and some of them might have been, uh, some of them might have been like fake threatening, like you know, whatever. Not like how far, how far did like, you take it? Yeah, not like not like fuck you hurts. You're you know, like I think it was just like, not uh, like I've got a knife. Yeah, no, I think it was just literally like 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 things like that awkward moment when you would rather you know piss on the the desk or smash the monitor, things like that. Yeah, right? nothing real. And then I and then I caught on about about an hour in that that hurts his uh, ha- their handle was hurts cares. Really, so I just kept tweeting if hurts cares, then blah blah blah. You know, just like right. just then care this about template. Me. For three and a half hours. Love me. And that's when I realized as a comedian with no followers on Twitter, if you tweet <laughs> it hurts, 
all that happens is your mom calls you and asks you what happened with the car rental. <laughs> and like if you were Jay Z and tweeting, like they would like send you a car and a girl. And yeah, like a know, bunch of free cars. A and helicopter. Shit. <laughs> so fast forward a couple years, I go to my brother starts working for Enterprise Rent a Car. I go to rent mm. a car, uh, and because he's there, we're good. Like he had his manager to approve it, we're good. But then uh, the next time I'm there, they basically tell me that I'm on this list, this do not rent list that's across all of the the rental companies, mm-hmm. and it's in the and it's in the system that I threatened an employee. What? Yeah. And uh, so because of the tweets, it must be from the tweets because I was there. I was in. A, I was in. First of all, you can't threaten a human being in a in an airport and not be arrested on the spot. Really? I mean. If you if I threaten somebody if I if I if I legitimately threaten a person which like, again I already like said I don't fight threat. yeah then w- they would call somebody true they, there's a lot of security you there. don't just threaten you don't just threaten an employee of like a of like a Walmart and they just go whatever man and walk away you know like they would you know right, there would right. be some they take action and they take action some con- so not so none of that happened and so I'm just cracking my brain and the process to get off the list is actually. It's, Strenuous. it's horrible, yeah. I'm sure, dude. So a couple times I'm there rent, trying to rent a car, and I can't rent a car, so I end up having to do crazy other things to get to gigs. So I end up buying a car, this and that, the other thing, the last couple of years, so it, was, it wasn't an issue. So today, just for some reasons, on the same notion, I was like, let me call and see. And so the only thing they have to look up is your ID. Now, since I've switched IDs to New Jersey, so I call, gave my New Jersey ID, and they're like, oh, we don't have anything on you. And then they just hung up. So, so the Dan, yeah, that's it. So the Dan Frigolette with the New York State ID is still on the do not rent list, but this Dan Frigolette with the New Jersey ID isn't free and clear, I guess. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's the most important one, right? <laughs> I guess. How often but do you, I, how often do you go to L.A.? <laughs> well, I I, uh, I, I gotta go more often, but yeah, the the big thing that we do every year is we we rent a car and we drive cross country. Oh, really? Well, yeah, we drove to Alaska two years ago. Last year, we we drove from L.A. back to New York. How was Alaska? It's one of the only states I've never been to. Alaska is incredible. Yeah? I didn't do enough of it, but it is absolutely incredible, and you do have you, to go. Do you eat some good seafood out there? Uh, this And this is what was crazy. So we I went because the guy that... Uh, so I, I run an event called Make Me Laugh, and the guy who won the one in Albany was from Alaska. And I was just asking him, what do we have to do to get to Anchorage? Mm-hmm. And I we planned this whole crazy thing to drive there. Because that's the thing I wanted to do because I missed out on an opportunity to do that when I was younger. A buddy of mine was doing it and I couldn't go. So it was stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. So we get there and for whatever reason, uh, you can't get like fresh, uh, what is it called? Uh, smoked salmon in Alaska. What? Yeah. It's it's still... It's How does still that work? A, it's still all the packaged shit. Not the right region it or doesn't something? Make, I don't know, because they send it all away. I don't know. They send it all away. I couldn't... I was like freaking out. I was like trying every time to like go and order smoked salmon and the smoked salmon. And like all the Alaska people were like, we don't know what you're... Like, why, why are you freaking out? I was like, I gotta go back to New York to get like a good smoked salmon sandwich. Don't they call it Alaskan salmon that's what sometimes? I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it really stressed me out. It really bummed me out. <laughs> that's that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know... Uh, I don't have an explanation for that myself. <laughs> they just send it away. It'd probably bum me out too. I don't think because you, know? well, you, you know, don't go up there to eat at Red Lobster. Well, you I know? think this is what it is when you're from an area that does a thing. You don't give a fuck, right? What do you mean? When you're from the area that's known for that thing, the only people that care about that thing, whatever the it is, who come from are the people from come from out of town. The yeah, tourists, of course, of you course. don't give a shit about any of that stuff. Like, like when I got out of Maryland, see my buddy, we'll go, we'll go get crab, 
but he's just like whatever. It's not even like like he'll be like today's not like the crab day. Like he's like <laughs> like he just doesn't want to do it. He's and, got that um, spicy attitude. Yeah, and he and he's like and he's like well no today's not the best. You know he's like he's like he's like he knows the schedule or whatever. I'm like I don't care man. I'm in <laughs> Maryland cra- today. The crab today's day. Today's fucking crab day. That's awesome. Just like when I'm home in Minnesota, I'm, I don't want to spend that much time at the Mall of America. Yeah, that's man. what it is, right? Fuck that How place. How horrible is that place to you? <laughs> it's just really boring. There's yeah. just you know there's no. There's no special stores there that you wouldn't see everywhere right. else. It's just a whole lot of the same. And you know? it's probably, honestly, pretty difficult to, like, get around because it's big. I mean, it takes a while. You got to do some walking. But it's like, you know, I go to the mall to, like, I'm like, I need a thing. I got to go You want to get right there. And then get, get in, out. get out. Same. Done. Can, and then that seems, and so we have a mall. So you don't know this about Syracuse, but Syracuse has, uh, has a mall that they've been touting as going to be bigger than your mall. Oh, for really? the last 10 years <laughs> and that's the whole thing and we sounds had, like a war <laughs> and they haven't matched it but even that just with the little additions that they have done they have uh it's like it's it's a it's a bitch to get in and out you can't park there's no there's no way to get in and out of that motherfucker does not sound ideal it's not good and then and then from that point it's like why why do you want to be the second biggest mall like why like no who wants to be on that list what's know? the point yeah I don't know. And the Mall of America has been... How about just have quality stores and that's yeah. it? A good little slew of strip, quality. Strip malls. You know? What's your... Do you have a, um, Do you have like a weird go-to thing that you do or that you eat or that you... Do you have like a... Th- that, that I do. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Well, what's like, a good example I don't, of something I don't, like that? I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I'm a, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very weird dude already, so I do a bunch of shit that uh, to outsiders probably looks weird. Like what? Uh, and I don't know until it's like... Until it's like happening. Uh, and then they're like, "What are you doing?" Um, <laughs> but I'm just trying to. I was trying to think if there's a thing that you have that's like like uh, weird habits. Yeah, like a habit, like a thing that keeps you like uh, keeps you sane. Dunkin' Donuts keeps me sane, which is not even a good coffee. Oh, but it's consistently the same. I was thinking of weird like OCD tics, yeah. like like weird things like like I have this weird thing I do if I'm like really concentrated on something, if I'm like driving a car yeah. or like or reading or writing, I like take my fingers when I when I don't notice and I'm like rub them. By my lips. And you rub on your lips? Like now, are you rubbing, lips. like, do you, have hairy, do you have hairy fingers? They're pretty hairy. What's the, because I do that, I end up doing that, but it's like, it's like a beard, it's like a shitty beard rub. I don't know why I do it, I yeah. just, I just do, and ever since I cut my hair off, I just, like, play, it's not as interesting to verbalize it, but I just, I play with my ears you play with your ear? <laughs> just all day. I don't yeah. know why, I don't know why. It's like little ticks. It's I weird had, shit. I used to bite my nails, that was my big, that was my big tick, and I'd still pick yeah. my nose. I went from the, oh, nice. <laughs> But there's nothing. I don't. I don't know. Picking your nose gets a bad rep. It's like it's it, not, It's so good to do it. You know. It's not to get good. that. To just to get that shit out of there and clear it up. You the know, pro- it feels I, so much better. I think the problem is it's associated with with also with eating it. Yeah, you're probably is, right. Which is horrific because because you think of picking your nose most when you're the kid, right? Or when you're you a kid, and, and kids are the ones who often eat their boogers. Yeah. quite frequently. That's so. one of the only things in life that will make me nauseous is seeing somebody. Is go bug bug to mouth. Pretty fucking disgusting. It's it's one of the it's one of the things that really bums me out. But then I'll pick I pick mine. I was very happy, very happy to do it. I'll no. pick it happily. I'm, I've never eaten a booger though, and I yeah. don't ever plan on it. You know. I may have I may have accidentally. Yeah. Well, gotten, that's different. A little piece, yeah. little piece, man. Yeah. But yeah, my nose. It's a fucking jungle up there in my nose, man. I mean, every time you you get a big crusty out, there's like a, space, a few man. hairs it like feels, sticking in there it too. Feels good. It feels great, man. Yeah. Nothing better than a freshly. Free nose, yeah. Free nasal cavity, you know. So, I, so I guess, I guess my pitch on the on the thing with me being banned from Rundy Garza. Is there anything that you're currently banned from? Is there any place you're not allowed to be? Is there anything that you like? 
So a place that you've gone that something happened so bad that you won't go there, you'd set yourself ban? Nowhere that interesting, man. No? I mean, I I got caught shoplifting when I was like 20. What were you taking? Literally just herbal essences, shampoo and conditioner, <laughs> and that's it. And you could afford yeah. it? Probably. I mean, I was broke because like, I had just started touring in bands. and yeah. like, So like the lifestyle was never about money back then. Yeah. It was like we were pretty much always broke. We would make just enough money to like... like uh, we toured so often that I technically didn't live anywhere. Like, sure, sure, So sure. I didn't have to pay yeah. rent. Right. I literally paid, like, liability insurance on my car that I would use when I would come home. Yeah. And a cell phone bill, and okay. that was it. So, so were you like, guys, were you guys legit, I mean, were you guys, you guys are, you're talking big tour bus, whole deal? I mean, we've toured in a van, but, okay, we, but yeah. we, you know, we were like a, like a hardcore slash metal type band. Yeah. So, like, we, we would, people would come to our shows, like, they'd be pretty packed out. Yeah. You know, like, hundreds of people most of the time. Yeah. But mostly like 16, 18 year old kids. Okay. Um, but yeah, we w- we would make just enough money to keep the machine going. Sure. We yeah. would keep making merch. We yep. would keep touring. Yep. And then we would get paid out small amounts at the end of yeah. the tour. So then we'd have enough at the end of a tour. We could go like feed ourselves for two weeks. Right, right, right. And then and that's it. And yeah. then we'd go back. We gotta go tour. back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But why did we start talking about herbal this? essences? Oh yeah. So during that phase, one time at a grocery store. At so home, you ne- you needed it. Well, I also, I was used to, I had a lot of friends at that age who just always stole from the store Mm -hmm. because it was just like, it was just normal at that time. Everyone's like, oh, stealing is so easy. It's no big deal. So like, I just got used to that. Yeah. And this one time I just like kind of like used a different method that I guess looked stupid and got me busted. (laughs) Wait, so what's the, so then let's talk about this. What's the, what's the proper method and then what's the, what's the error in your ways? Well, the error was I took it was a grocery store called Cub Foods. I took one of the plastic bags that you would get as you're checking out. Yeah. I like grabbed it as I came in. Yeah. But it's pro- <laughs> that's smart, no? I I don't know. I guess nobody else really does that. Okay. So it probably yeah. looks funky right yeah. away. Okay. So I just I grabbed the bag. I went and grabbed the shampoo and conditioner, put, put it in, in the bag. bag, was walking around with the bag and then just walked out. Yeah. And I guess they saw me with the bag on the security camera. Oh, right when you and walked in. They thought in. it looked funky. Yeah. So it's like, why does this kid need a bag? What's he gonna do with this bag? Right. So it was. Uh, it was just kind of. A, it was. I said earlier that I don't really get embarrassed very often, yeah. but that time I was actually pretty embarrassed. You know, because you're like, I'm like, what are the con? Well, because it's all about con. Embarrassment's all about consequences. Like, what are the consequences now? Yeah, pretty much, man. So, so then, um, you know, they, they were like, "Excuse me, sir, come with me." And I wasn't gonna run away. I'm not yeah. that type of dude. You yeah. know, I'm not like bottom of the barrel or whatever. So I came to the so you're like I'm gonna admit this. Yeah. So I came back to the interrogate interrogation room, saw all, all embarrassed. I'm literally wearing my own band shirt at the time, <laughs> okay. with a fucking giant exploded fetus on it, okay, and like all right. an inverted cross on the top. <laughs> uh, and you know, none of us were actually like you know into blasphemy or any of that shit, but it just goes along with the territory yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. playing like you know death metal type sure. stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I just I just confessed and was like, I'm sorry. Here, punish me how you have to. And then I was banned from the grocery store you for, got banned. for a year. Yeah, yeah, that was my that was my one year ban. That was my main punishment. Um, and I think it was like a mis- they didn't call the cops. I don't think so. I they think, didn't make you pay for it. I they think just it w- took the shit away from you. I think someone came because I think it did get filed as like a misdemeanor. Okay, it did. So. So yeah, it was on my record for a brief period of time. But let's just go to the judge. He, you know, you you look. Yeah, at, I didn't have to. Your... I didn't have to go to court. Or you anything. didn't go to court. It just okay. went. It just went right to my record like, like immediately. Oh no yeah. shit! 
Um, and I think it was on there for four years. No shit. And it was my local grocery store, so it was kind of annoying that I was banned from it for a year. Right, because that's yeah. the one. Yeah. You don't realize how uh, how they yeah how people go to grocery stores until you can't go to the one that you're supposed right. to. Right, and to. then all of a sudden it's like, well, ah, oh, fuck. Where, where am I going to get now? groceries? Yeah. Because you don't want to just go to like a Seven Eleven type place. Right. That everything costs more it's than not like good, a jug yeah. of milk or whatever, yeah. you know. So, which is all we have down here. That's that's the thing. Was was uh was my grocery store was too far when I when I lived in Brooklyn too far. Yeah. So you go to the bodega and then just try to like make friends with the guy so that the prices would come down a little bit. Is that how it works? You, you just, just barter. Try. Yeah, you, just you barter try. with everything there. Well, that's the thing you learn in New York. I didn't know this before. Uh, because uh, I grew up in, in in upstate New York, so just like when something costs something, it, it, that's what it costs, and that's it's in a store. That's official. Right. That's how it, it seems is. Official. Right. But uh, and this actually this this reminded me because it happened to me two days ago. I was just, I wanted I, I was in uh, I was in Time Warner building or something and and there was like a little bodega in the corner and they had licorice that I love and mm-hmm. I don't ever see it so I was like I'm gonna buy this licorice. What's it called? What kind? Uh, it's Daryl Lee. It's Australian okay. chewing licorice. Yeah, I never know, heard of it. It's delicious. Awesome. And um and I went to get it and uh, and he's like and the guy says uh, I think he says four fifty. Which is a lot for licorice, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm already in this. I'm already in, right. this, in this interaction." It's rare licorice. <laughs> you got to pay the price. <laughs> so I, so I, so I take out my credit card. He's paying for everything credit card, and the guy looks at the credit card. He looks at me. He goes, "No cash," and I go, eh. "I just shrug," and then he goes, 550. and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "No, forget <laughs> it, man." Like I just, and I just, and then that's when I realized if you're just making up prices, then two dollars, I'll pay two dollars. Like I just, right. I didn't realize this thing. So my, fa- so we, uh, my father used to win all these trips when he was he worked in insurance and he was a sales manager, and so he'd bring the family on all these trips. And we're in Florida, and we're at one of these like you know just ridiculous resorts, and we're at one of these places called like Krabby John's or something, and they sell whatever the you know they sell crab or whatever the fuck, Making whatever me the hungry. Th- whatever the thing is in Florida. And uh, there's a shirt, and this guy Joe Bigiotti, I probably shouldn't say his real name. He uh, he goes to buy a shirt, and they were like twenty two dollars, and he was like, "I'll give you ten. This is a guy who's from New York, so he just realized that like nothing ever costs what it, you can just barter everything, right? And it was like a, it was like a sixteen year old kid behind the counter who was just <laughs> like, "No, man, it's twenty two dollars. Like, I don't really know." He's probably harder to bargain with than anyone a sixteen year old. Yeah, because right. he well, because he he has well, he's got to get three more people to approve the sale now if he does this whole thing. Right, so that's the whole process. But then there's also the fact that sixteen-year-olds don't really have a full comprehension of, you know, how hard we really have to work for our money, how much every penny counts. You know. Yeah, yeah. As working well, adults, well, that's probably right? true. That's probably true. Well, he probably does because he's probably he's probably making seven dollars an hour to fucking have to argue with Joe Bigiotti from Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah speaking of you. Why is uh why does it say Boardwalk Empire on your oh, business yeah, I was, card? I was on Boardwalk Empire. I was I was, You're a I character? was nothing nothing real. I was just a I was a non speaking part. Oh, non speaking. But I got lucky enough to this is the way they cast this show is uh they just basically they hired like fifty gangsters. Yeah. And they're one of those. They're huh? in all the scenes. You've got to look for that, man. I, yeah, well, so that sure. so when Tommy you start Gun? acting, you <laughs> get you know, they, they start to typecast you. So my first role was um was a uh, dude who's uh, no? What was it? It was uh, a Syrian refugee. It was my first role. Got it. Perfect. Big beard, you know the whole thing. <laughs> awesome. Second role was a, uh, a a guy in the Marines trying to infiltrate the Taliban, and the third role was 1920s gangster. That's a, that's a pretty good array, so that's, man. So that's what pretty I look good like, array. Yeah. And then now you saw my card. So that's so the joke that I the joke that I really want to get rid of, but that works amazingly on stage is a, is that I talk about how somebody told me I look like Fat Aladdin. So that's the back of that. Fat Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. I would not have thought of that, man. Yeah, man. You didn't not... get to uh, hang out with that actress Paz de la Huerta, did you? No, who is that? She's one of the female leads on Boardwalk Empire. She's kind of like a. She always plays like kind of a like. Like lushy, like which slutty one? character. Which one? Which one was she? And like, she, I think she's definitely an acquired taste. But I, 
Find her very appealing. Yeah. And I would like to yeah. meet her at some point. Well, listen, now that you're on the Porn Stars <laughs> and People podcast, this is. I hope you're listening to this. The opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunities are limitless now. All no, right. it's a great show. You, you're gonna, you're, you ready to, dis- to dismount? You think you got what you need? Yeah, we can dismount if you want. My other guys are just kind of like. No, they're, 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 they're like, we're not on this podcast. This isn't fun anymore. Yeah, they're like, all right. <laughs> we're, we're almost comedy, done, buddy. We're at a comedy club with no com- with no comedy shows. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go get some Korean food, man. All right, you well, like Korean think, food? Uh, I've never had Korean food actually. Wow. I don't know anything about Korean food. I know that Damn. I know that they I know that they uh, they go a little different with the sushi, and I know there's a couple other things that they. But I don't I don't have a lot of Korean food information. It takes uh, it takes some time. Man. It's hard, and that's it, it was it was intimidating to me at first. To speak, I'm still getting into it. To speak on the going places alone, that's the that's the hardest one. You can't just go to a new cuisine solo. And anticipate that you know what you're gonna. You need to. Br- you need somebody to bring you in. Oh do yeah. Your thing. Especially with Korean food, you need a. You need a host. You, you need, need a guy who knows what the fuck. Who, who shows you what to order and yeah. how to order and yeah. stuff like that. Absolutely. So people, what is so? What was the, what's the website? Tumblr. People who. Uh, people, Ta- table for one. Table for one. <laughs> so that's so that's never people eating Korean food by themselves, as it turns out. Well, I mean, once you've had it a few times, <laughs> go fucking hit it hard, you know. So let's plug anything. Do we need to plug anything? What do you? Um, I mean, check out the band. Yeah, I mean, I've got a a ton of fucking bands. <laughs> yeah, so check who, them all out. Check all all the bands. So who are you who are you playing with now, and and what's this what's the coming schedule look like? Um, well, the bands that I'm currently wrapping up new records with, uh, I play with a, a a aggressive punk band called Ass Life. Ass Life. Ass Life. Okay. And um, we're finishing up our second album, so maybe we'll do some touring after that. I don't know. Very cool. And then uh, the most success accessible one you could say is called the primals the primals and it uh it consists of three dudes who are all from bands that that have followings or used to have followings uh the drummer is this guy used to be the drummer in a punk band called uh the explosion which apparently had a pretty big following and uh the singer is uh, in another band called darkest hour um and we're doing kind of like 90s sounding um uh alternative uh grunge rock type okay. shit very cool so it's not it's not uh meant to just be retro revival yeah. but if you have to categorize it it, it kind of is yeah yeah, you know? yeah that's tough when you gotta start cramming stuff into category as people do that with comedy they go so what's your comedy i don't know i mean it's about me it's yeah about whatever i'm just yeah. talking into a mic just it's being good. myself fuck, so give me a fucking, fucking break yeah. give me a break but yeah also i mean if you're you know if you're listening to this you must be interested in porn so you know uh Buy some porn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now nowadays there's a whole new DIY uh, type of thing for porn stars too. There's this website called ManyVids.com, um, where you can kind of do it yourself. You Just kind of you kind stuff. of post your own clips, um, whether you've shot professional content which you own the rights to, yeah. or if you're making amateur stuff. Um, but it's kind of the first place where you can really like start to build your own, yeah. you know, kind of like start your own company in a sense. It's the open website. mic of, uh, of porn. Yeah. In a sense. So, uh, so yeah, if you want, if you're interested in that, please check out my many vids, Chad Elva dot many And, uh, and then, uh, plug the Twitter, buy some clips and buy some porn and keep this machine going, you know, keep it oiled. My Twitter is Chad Elva, A L V A triple X. So I mostly just post a lot of hardcore stuff on there if that's what you're into, you know. Cool. All right, good shit. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys listening. I'm Dan Fergalat. This is the uh, Porn Stars of People podcast, episode two. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. That was a blast. Dropping loads.